you just no you just remind me of a topic i want to this is going to be just a, an opinion question okay we're recording hi guys hey hey back at it so what's your topic oh we're just going to jump in right now yeah okay we were having a discussion mm-hmm. five minutes ago and <laughs> you just mentioned that you know look you were talking about a friend of yours who dated, who's getting married and this guy's not the most attractive man. All right. (laughs) I said, no. Yeah. I said, looks aren't everything. Right. Yeah. They're not. They're not not everything. I want to know. Okay. Do you believe a person can have everything? Can you get it all? Can you have it all? No, you cannot. A woman. You have someone who's smart, who ha- who makes good money, who is attractive as fuck, who is faithful, has good personality, faithful. Can you can you can you get it all, or do you have to compromise and say, well, this you, is have the best thing to get. you have I'm to compromise. You have to compromise. You have to compromise. But here's the thing with the compromise. Here's where it only works is when you don't feel like you're settling to a point where you're just just disgusted. So looks aren't, like, for example, looks aren't everything, but I still have to be attracted to you, right? So there's something about you where I've got to still be like, you know what? Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to have to fuck you if we're going to oh, continue God. this relationship. So I don't want to be laying in the bed like, oh, my God, hurry up and get it over with because deep down I'm not attracted to you. So looks aren't everything, <laughs> but I feel like the person still has to have – you all have to be attracted to each other. And that doesn't have to come in the – package of oh my god he's super super fine it could be you know what I'm attracted to the way he loves me I'm attracted to you know his body his face may not be but everything on him or about him is attractive like you know because I feel like that with women I may be like you know what if she didn't have her hair she would just be okay but her hair to me makes everything else kind of pretty right you know what I'm saying I feel like that's dangerous because what up? Um, <laughs> I feel like that's dangerous because that very same thing that you say, hey, I could deal with that. You know, yeah, he's not the most attractive person, whatever. I'm gonna make it work. I still love him. He treats me right. That very thing that you ignored and tried to suppress and say you didn't care about and blah, blah, blah. It's going to resurface and haunt your life <laughs> like in 10 years or five months or you know what I'm saying like the thing that you think you don't care about is like is that what causes the strife in the relationship later down the road because you settled on something that eventually you knew you weren't going to be cool with you know like it's a thin line you I know think there's a difference I think that like for me I can't date someone like my order of importance has changed since my 20s to my 30s or late 20s so where I would give the broke guy a chance maybe not because he's super super broke but I have a slot for the broke one that's ambitious and so there I someone used that slot up and showed me okay you know what I can't do this no more so now in my late 20s I'm like you know what that's not even an option like you gotta at least be here or you gotta at least be doing something I can't I, I don't want you to be broken and try to tap into no I need you to have already kind of tapped it and then we can kind of go from there so I think that there's an order of importance and for some of us looks really just are not it 
some of us, it's like, no, I have to be able to look at you and be like, you know what? You are super fine. I want to take you down. Even when I'm mad at you, you still fine. And I take you down and that helps. So I think that people's order of importance and what that means for them. So if you know that your deal breaker is like, oh my God, he has no money, but he really, really treats me good. Then yeah, five years from now, if he still don't have no money, that is going to be an issue because that was something that was high up here and you knew in the beginning you could not deal with that. So, right. so, um, so yeah, to your point, I totally agree with that, but I think you have to figure out your order of importance. So if looks are important, then yeah, you need to go and find somebody that you are super, super attracted to and then whatever else is going to fall to the wayside. But I don't think that you can equally have someone who is fine, you know, I'm just going to throw out some examples. Fine, rich, super sweet, gives you all the time in the day, faithful, um, great father, this, this, this. Like something is going to have to bend. And one of those things, and this is another good example, if you're not prepared to date a broke man, be prepared to date a busy man. Meaning, for those women that be like, but I want you, I need time, I need you to be able to cuddle, I need you to be able to spend time, more more time, more time, more time. (laughs) It's like, I gotta go to work. You wanna go take these trips? I can't give you 40 hours out of my week to do, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, if you're not prepared to deal with a broke man, that that doesn't mean there's no compromise. Like, hey, we have one night a week where it's date night, and then da-da-da-da-da. But I think those are the kind, to get to your original question, I think those are the type of compromises. It's like, okay, reality versus fake reality. Like, really look at people's situations. Look at what you want. Look at what's important to you. Look at your deal breakers. Settling, we all have to settle to some degree, but the degree does vary on the spectrum. Like, did you settle, settle? Or did you be like, you know what? I got 80%, this other 20 we can kind of work on. Or did you... Or did you choose the 20 hoping the 80 will follow? Like, you got to kind of look at that. That depends on the individual. Yeah, the 80-20 rule, I suppose. The 80-20 rule. Because sometimes, I'm telling you, that 20%, though, will sure feel like 80% when you don't get it. <laughs> so, but you got to look at your situation from a whole high-level standpoint. I've got another... Um, I've got another girl who I know. And I'm just going to say who I know. Don't, I'm not going to say how I know them because... I don't want to narrow this down. She's dating somebody. She's married to someone. <laughs> hey. Hi. You going to put those rolls in the oven. She's, let me start over for these. May I edit that. Sorry, so, Mia's a busy wife and mom. So. <laughs> juggle. <laughs> um, and do not start watching Game of Thrones yet. Because I waited for you. God. Um, relationships literally end with cut my friend just told, just said she's pissed at her boyfriend because he watched the shy without her so relationships literally end if you don't, break let, that don't, code. Watch, don't let y'all watch it have watch a, a show where y'all watch together and somebody <laughs> you didn't found out and i'm telling you how you can find out if you go ahead and watch it and they didn't start it back over before you got home and you see the very end you're like I thought you didn't watch this i didn't watch it but why is it like already at the end ending credits don't play with me. Don't play roll all the way through. So I have a friend or I have a girl that I know she's married to this really fine guy. And this is probably an example for everybody, but this is just, it, it kind of gets to my point. So 
she's married to this really super fine guy, super, super fine, gorgeous, he really is. He's got two kids that are older, and, um, you know, the only thing she can say now, though, is how fine he is. <laughs> so that's it. I mean, because at the end of the day, there's nothing else there. She's, like, the breadwinner, which, for some women, they're okay with being the breadwinner and working slaves, like, day and night. Um, take care of slaves. I'm just saying, like, she's got two kids, she's got a kid, you know, they've got big bills, you know, somebody's the breadwinner. You know, you one would assume that the heavy lifting is going to come from the person that makes the most money, and maybe that other person chips in, depending on how your household is set up. But regardless, she's the breadwinner, she's dealing with a lot of baggage from him. Along with the baggage, you know, he is super fine. So because you think he's super fine, you better believe a million other people think this man is super fine. You just have to hope that he's a faithful, super fine man and he only sees you for you, da-da-da-da-da. That's another another scenario, but there is some infidelity going on. It's hell. I mean, she actually wishes that she was single. At a beautiful wedding, spent like 100 grand on it, and... But all at the end of the day, all she can say is how fine he is. That's it. You got to know what you want, man. That's it. And so my point to that is, is that now all men that are fine don't cheat or, you know, whatever. Uh, but you can't, you can't be with somebody just because of one thing. It really should be because of a total package. Those qualities of, you know, how someone makes you feel, um, are very important because you will, you can become somebody totally different in a relationship. And if you don't get an understanding and a solid foundation of like who you are as a person and then what that person you're trying to attract can come in and add value to, then you will be lost. Instagram is great. The picture perfect reality is great. Like, oh my God, you guys are such a beautiful couple. That's great. Having the $100,000 wedding is great. But at the end of all of that stuff, you both have to go home and answer to each other at the end of the day and live real life. And that's ultimately going to show up in other areas. You can only fake the funk for so long. So that's just one example I wanted to give. Um, But yeah, so. And it goes the same for men that choose pretty women that are bimbos. We've seen it before. The man loses it all. And the woman's like, okay, bye. Because guess what? They don't have a brain. They don't have a degree. They don't, it's not even about a degree. It's just like you didn't choose someone that's like, damn, like we're fucked up right now. You know what, babe? I can, I can handle this until you get back on your feet. Yeah. So you, it goes hand in hand. Just what's priority? Some men just want a pretty little thing on the arm. That's great. But you got to understand what comes with that too. Yep. Cool. So, what yeah, that was about? just a little discussion topic. <clears throat> yeah. I love to share my thoughts on stuff like that because <laughs> real life. <laughs> Dating well, is one of those things that's going to ever be ever changing, ever constant. We're always going to try to figure out, you know? And I feel like we all have the key. We all kind of know what we should be doing, but we based on like all of the outside stuff, it helps to kind of shape what we know we shouldn't be doing. 
And what I guess I'm trying to say really quickly is, because I know we're trying to get off the topic, I read something where it was like, God, please stop sending me these fuck boys, uh, you know, da 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 da. And it's like, no, I keep sending you men and you keep choosing the fuck boys. So I think. I don't know. I don't. I think that sometimes when you have a type, for some of my friends, at least I can speak from, you know, my friends that I hear my, the situations and even myself, sometimes when you have a type though, it doesn't allow you to open up the box to date other kinds of people, not race. I'm just saying, you know, maybe your thing is tall, dark, and handsome, but this other guy who's just a little bit taller than you with some great qualities, you pass up because you're so boxed into a type is all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that would assume that you, people are pursuing you and you get offers, you know, that, in that scenario, that situation would work, but <laughs> I'm not getting offers from nobody. So I don't, you said you know, what? I'm saying that would, that would assume in that scenario that a person has a plethora of options that they're choosing and they're deciding to choose what's bad for them, but they are attracted to, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, yeah, that's beautiful. I don't know. I don't have a, pl- I don't feel as if I have a plethora of options to choose from. Yeah. So, I mean, well, <laughs> I just know that no. before I got married, before I dated my person, um, not to label it whatever, but I can spot someone who I felt like was no good. So like, even if, Let's say I dated somebody who their representative, right? Everybody, you start out dating, you, you date their representative until you get to break through and know who they really are, right? Um, once I figure out, okay, you know what? That, that first time, it's like, okay, that was off. Okay, let me try to give him another chance. Second mm-hmm. time. But I guess what I'm saying, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying even the meeting of the people. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you know, I guess what I'm basically talking about is when you know for a fact that this person shows you who they are, a lot of times or some of the times, some people will choose to stay in those situations, even though it's like, girl, but you knew, you knew when he, it's like, oh yeah, we're talking about two different things. People should just, I'm talking about just dating in general, why people are single. I'm not, but yeah, we're talking about two different things. Oh. That's true. That's true. Yeah. When you know who someone is and you accept their bullshit, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. And till you, and I think too, part of date, the beauty of dating too is courting. So. Yeah. Even that, I would love to get to the courting state. It's just for me and my single friends who I speak with, it's just the initially meeting people to date. That is mm-hmm. difficult in today's world, especially if you're not on dating apps and you gotcha. work because you're an adult it's hard to find people to date. You go out to a club, but do you really want to date people in the club? You know, that's not really the, so it's just, it's hard to find people to date if you don't want to be on these dating apps and shit. So I would love to get to the woes and worries of courting and trying to figure out who someone is, but I haven't, <laughs> me and a lot of my friends so haven't even gotten to that stage. That is so interesting to me because like when I was single, I would, I mean, it wouldn't even be on social media or dating sites. It'd be at the grocery store or it'd be, you know, when I'm pumping gas or something random. Like I met my husband at a Nashville Black Chamber of Commerce event. It was just a business event. Like, you know, and I'm not saying that my situation mirrors 
how everybody else's situation looks like. But what I'm saying is, is that I, I would consider you to be someone who goes out um, in networks to different things. Like you enjoy different spaces when you're in LA. So one would assume not necessarily you just get knocked down with all these different men, but you're a pretty girl, you got shit going on. You're out in the world, so it's not like you're in the house like a lot of women actually are. They're in the house. They don't want to go out. They don't want to go to any networking. So one would assume that, okay, well, you probably get, you know, hit on a few times at least a good prospect. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a, yeah. I would assume too, shit. I mean, I think I look okay. Probably, I think yeah. I'm smart and funny, you know? I don't know. I would assume that too. It's, I mean, it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like a lot of fucking assuming tonight. It's just, I mean, I want, I, t- I, I literally have this discussion with my coworkers at lunch. We actually had a fucking dating challenge where we forced each other to get on a dating app. And we were like, we're not going to delete this because I'm a serial. I'll download a dating app because my friends will be like, oh, download this, try this, try Hens, try fucking Bumble, whatever these new apps are. So I'll download it. I'll browse the shit for like a day or whatever. I'll get one weird comment or, or, or DM and I'll just delete the shit. Like, I'm just like, oh God, I don't want to deal with people I don't know in real life. Like, yeah, I just don't. Yeah. Unless you slide in my DMs and Instagram, I just feel like, that's more organic and I at least know who you are in your real life, not just on your dating profile. So I can accept, I guess, an Instagram connect. And I've met some guys on Instagram, but the whole dating app thing, I'm just, I can't get into it. I just can't. And I tell my friends, I'm like, I want to meet someone at the grocery store. I want to meet someone fucking pumping gas. And they're like, bitch, you're going to be waiting forever. <laughs> this is what they tell me every day. Like I'm crazy to even think that people meet in real life in 2019. And they do. I'm, I'm and my walking. friend was like, "Yeah, you are crazy." <laughs> I'm literally a walking example of that. Like seriously, now the guy that I'm at the gas station, he's he's a great guy until we went out, and it started out cool because he, you know, we we talked. Actually, I was in the car with my friend, my homegirl, and she clearly he was looking at me. But she was like, oh, girl, you see him looking at me? And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. And then, you know, the whole kind of, his friend ended up hooking up with my friend and then the guy that I thought, you know how you think someone's like, okay, and you kind of have an attraction. So he comes over and it's like, yeah, you know, we should go out or whatever. Okay, cool. Um, we, it wasn't long after we start talking. He's like, you know what I want you to do? He's like, I want you to wear a dress, put on some heels, take you out, we'll get, go to get some eat go out like okay I like this you know telling me to put on a dress like that's what I like you know hey go home put on dress with heels going out that was a whole six four nine date meaning (laughs) I thought it was gonna be a motherfucking nine and I was handed a motherfucking six dinner was cool went to the club for you know kiki this was god this was a woman in belt but went to the club there was a line at the club. He's like, no, 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 I know people. We walk up, I'm like, okay, who is you? So walk in, you know, having this little vibe. Kid you not, we at the bar. A girl points at me, because he's like, I'll be right back. He's like, I see, I see the DJ, I'm gonna holla at him. I was like, oh, okay. So a girl, she's, she turns to me and she was like, he's crazy. Excuse me, what? The guy you're with? He's a little, he's a little off. 
okay, like, thanks for the heads up. But I was like, you know, I don't really know her. I don't know if this is. So we leave. Just other weird shit happened. It just wasn't, it wasn't a good situation. It was, and it didn't go far to where it was like, but he stayed with his grandma. Like, he made it seem like the house he stayed at was his house. It was his grandma's house. It was just real weird. And um, so just because you get hit on doesn't mean it's going to be, but like you said, I'm saying doesn't mean it's going to be like this fairy tale, but yeah, it does happen where you get hit on in regular places in real life and you don't expect it. And it's like, Oh my God, this is actually not on Facebook or this isn't on plenty of fish or, you know, organic connections do happen. And I think they happen the most when you don't look for them or you're not in expectance of them. That was totally, I had totally written it off when I met my husband. (laughs) Ugh, men. So, (laughs) totally not expecting. So, but when I was in that space, I was thinking the same thing you were in the sense of like, I just want to meet a nice day, but they're out here. They're out here. I just feel like it's totally like, I don't know. When did you meet Marlene when you were like 28, 27, 28? Yeah, 20. Yeah. I met him in 2015, so almost four years ago in May. Actually, yeah. I met him four years ago in January, but we didn't start talking until May. Like we talked when we met in January, but we didn't hook up, go on a first date until May. Yeah, I feel a major shift, a major difference from being in my 20s single and then being in my 30s single. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't, you know, I haven't been out in the market. Yeah. I, I can't I know that I don't know and more and more it's more just social media shit it's just our lives these days like even from 15, 2015 to 2019 it's just more you know what I'm saying we're more, we're more social media than we were in 2015 yeah we like, are. it's just that's the way it's going for the world you know gotta get with the times I guess who knows we don't girl I don't even know no more I don't even I'm just like Lord let me be do your will whatever the damn verse is <laughs> do do with me as you must Lord <laughs> use me because I just I don't know anymore so yeah <laughs> be ye not encouraged oh. be ye not <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh, God. You sound just like damn uh, Game of Thrones. You about to <laughs> father, the dragon. Yeah, don't be thy, sisters, yet. thy mother's never. sins of thy daughters. Listen, and we're about to get into that. Record this podcast. Can't wait for it to watch Game of Thrones. Okay, and Mia, I want you to post. I want you to post on our on our IG page about Game of Thrones. Put a Game of Thrones thing up. Ask people if they watch the first episode. I sure will. I sure will. But even if we get nobody to respond, that does not mean that our three thousand. I'm just trying to tell you that does not mean that our followers. Listeners, I want you to go ahead and represent for Game of Thrones. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And the shy because we just dropped our shy review for season two and we will be continuing every week so we'll be continuing every week so we encourage you to follow us on youtube there will be spoilers (laughs) there will be spoilers there will be spoilers so um 
So yeah. Oh, before we get off, Wendy Williams yes. and the new allegation that her Man. husband was sleeping. There's so much tea going on right now with Wendy Williams. It's all making sense. It's all fucking making it sense. And I feel like mm-hmm. Wendy, well, do we want to give the people a little bit of, I mean, you probably know a little bit more because I heard just the allegations from Charlemagne. Um, I don't know about the Charlemagne part. Well, he was just, I do. I'm sorry, not Charlemagne. Um, where did I see that? I know you sent me something, but there was something else I watched and it was a guy talking about. So we all know Wendy Williams has been going through a lot, right? She, but was off her show for how many days or whatever, because she was dealing with health problems and everything right. else. She drugs. Her husband openly has a mistress who just had a baby. But okay. she's been he's been dealing with this mistress for eleven years. Wendy and him right. have been married for twenty four years. So this has right. been a long time long going situation. Mm-hmm. Now nobody ever really thought that Wendy Williams would actually leave mm-hmm. him because they've been together for so long. Everybody's known like, he's a piece of shit for so long, apparently. Exactly. All right. But she just announced a few days ago that she filed for divorce or it was leaked that she filed for divorce yeah. from her husband. All right. So after that, you know, yeah, we know about the baby. Okay. Well, after that, all types of other allegations have been coming out that he has been abusive um, to Wendy Williams, as well as his artists that he signed because he had he's been I guess he's connected in the music industry in some way mm-hmm. I've, I've never heard of him but I guess he has connections in the music industry and so he started the label he had some artists whatever the artists are coming out saying leaking information basically filed a lawsuit against him claiming like abuse and all types of shit now this is a male artist who says that he has had sex with Wendy's husband time and time again also that her husband raped him at one point it was abusive he didn't want to have sex with him but it kind of was forced um and he alleged that wendy knows about it or knew about it you know what i'm saying but she just was dealing with his shit on so many different sides whatever now this man what makes this story interesting this man is basically very this man is married to a woman, okay? And basically, it make, honestly, that makes this story more believable to me because it's almost like a, a level of embarrassment where he said he didn't even want to admit this to himself for so long or whatever, but he had to realize that he was just at a super low point when he was with the husband. So the husband kind of took advantage in a way, or that's what he's alleging. So now it's this whole thing publicly. And I assume that like Wendy hurried up and divorced or filed for divorce because she knew this information was getting leaked. Um, that's what I can assume from it because the timing is very, very weird. So I don't know about the Charlemagne part though. What's going on with Charlemagne? Well, Charlemagne goes into more of the mistress side. And so um, Charlemagne used to work for Wendy Williams way back in the day. And he has always acknowledged Wendy and how amazing she is in her craft and how much he, she put him on, basically. He put him on. Yeah. He's always acknowledged that. He's always acknowledged what a dope person Wendy is, especially in her craft. Um, he's never, he's like, I'll never speak ill of Wendy because at the end of the day, she did put me on. You know, I learned a lot. And he was like, the demise of our relationship was because of her um sucker ass husband and it started when um they went to jamaica all together and it was wendy wendy's husband um his mistress shamise or whatever her name is 
Um, and so, you know, the, the guy was like, oh, so um, did Wendy know about the mistress? He was like, I mean, I would assume no, but again, I don't know, but I would assume she didn't know about the mistress being flown out, you know, whatever. And so um, he was like, so basically um, the mistress was trying to get Charlemagne to hook her up with this other guy that worked, I guess. I think he worked for the production company too. His name was Wax. No, he's known as this guy named Wax. And so it got back to Kevin, Wendy Williams' husband, that Charlemagne was trying to hook the mistress up with this dude named Wax. And so Kevin got pissed, Wendy Williams' husband was pissed at Charlemagne and created that wedge between Wendy and Charlemagne. And Charlemagne's thing was, first of all, I don't need to hook Wax up with nobody. If you see Wax, he can get any woman he want to fucking get. He's like, if anything, I'm a cock block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if anything, that's what I'm going to do. And he was like, you know, I was kind of upset, you know, about the whole situation because you knew this girl at the time for like a year, the mistress. You knew me for three years, you know, at the time. And so he's just like, he's always been a sucker. Wendy's always been, you know, on pins and needles when it come to him. And he's a sucker-ass person. He still is a sucker-ass person. He's like, I really feel like Wendy needs to get out or else he is going to be the demise of her whole existence in the sense of taking her down through there. And after all of what she's built for herself in this game, and although he's her manager, you know, people throw title at me. Hell, what was Mary J. Blige's man? Her husband was her manager. We saw how that played out. And now she's paying him spousal support, and he's the one who cheated. You know, I'm just saying, like, you know, so – um, so, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. That's Charlemagne's point. He's just basically coming to Wendy's aid and being like, you know, I've been knowing this dude was a fucking fuckboy. You know, he still is, obviously. He's been dealing with this mistress. This is not, She's not a new mistress. This has been a mistress, a long-life mistress. And, um, you know, Wendy, he's like, I just pray for her, you know. And to be honest with you, I personally feel like uh, one of the reasons why she recently came out and said that she has never really dealt with her addiction problem, her drug addiction problem, I can't really say that she's never really dealt with it. I really feel like that's a cover-up for her saying she's never really dealt with the shit that's going on in her marriage. Because at the end of the day, I feel like um, sometimes, a lot of times, situations will bad situations will encourage us to continue things that we struggle in. So if I already am having an addiction with, you know, smoking Coke, um, me having some fucked up issues in my marriage may, the cocaine may be a coping mechanism. So if you don't fix, sometimes if you don't fix the underlying issue, you run to something else to kind of cover it up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that this is a classic case of what Wendy is going through. I guess is what I'm saying. So yeah, I absolutely. Her husband was cheating for 24 years and beating her ass. Yes, that would drive anybody to do hardcore drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think so. But I'm just saying, it's like all kind of just making sense as things are like coming out. Some people already knew, some people didn't know, you know, but it's yeah. just full cycle. It's like, I, you know, I really do feel bad for Wendy. Um, the one thing that I will say about Wendy is, though, is that she is very known to talk about everybody else's hot topics. So I would hope that she wouldn't, once this all kind of dies down, my hope is that she will speak on it because she does speak on everybody else's stuff. I'm not, she's not not going to do that, but I'm not holding my breath for it. I'm just saying that if you were real, has she spoken on it yet? We all seen the pictures. She, she left her show for months and she just talks about the drug thing, which is like, 
but she hasn't spoken on her her maybe I'm mistaken. I don't watch Wendy Williams, but I, I haven't know. heard she no, but she hasn't said anything. I watched her, her husband, and she but knows I, we all know she's been heavy in the blogs. But I also feel like, too, a part of me, she may never speak on it. I'm just saying that if she was a real one, she would. But again, I don't think she's a part of me is thinking that she's not speaking on it right now is because there's no finality right now to it. So I think, in my own opinion, once everything kind of blows over, the divorce is final, you know she'll probably reiterate back to it and be like, you know what? This last year has been fucking trying. This is when the happened. divorce is final. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't Every, know. No, she's filed for divorce. It had Beyonce or whoever filed for divorce. She would have had a damn hot topic immediately. Oh, so-and-so filed for divorce. That's where the major issue. No one cares when the shit's complete. No one ever knows when it's complete. The big thing is when it's filed and everyone knows that separation is happening. No, I so, my thing is either mention it now or don't. And I think she said she was taking a hiatus or the the show was taking a hiatus. I think the show needs to take a hiatus and be gone until she gets her shit together. I'm sure they'll let her come back and have somebody else take over it. Oh, I heard it was going on hiatus. Yeah. I'm saying she could also just have somebody else. If she's not ready to fully let it go, you know, just have somebody else. It's cringy. Why the fuck is Nick Cannon hosting the Wendy Williams show? Yeah, that's true. That don't make no sense. You're right. It's just stupid. Just cancel the shit. Period. Do a podcast, Wendy, from from the comfort of your bedroom or something. I don't know. I don't want to hear Wendy Williams. I mean, she's already been acting very strange, very weird. She fainted. She passed out. She did, like, some weird shit, stumbling over her words, mumbling. It's time to hang it up right now. You know, deal with this shit. And now these allegations about her husband being gay... No, she's damn sure not addressing it. She's probably going to go in hiding. Um, I think that whole sober thing and the drug addiction was kind of like, okay, do this so people don't ask you no more questions. You're in rehab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're off the scene. Sympathy or nothing because I don't want to deal with this. So. Right. But for y'all who have YouTube or want to go in there, check out Tasha K's interview with uh, her husband's former... Artist. Um, well, he was definitely her her artist because he Wendy Williams. He has tapes singing Wendy Williams Happy Birthday. Oh, Wendy Williams has been with this guy. Husband. Right? Yeah, I didn't even mention the lover part. I'm just saying this is the man. This is his former art recording artist, and that's legally known. Mm-hmm. He was associated with Wendy Williams. Um, he talks in detail occurrences with them over the years. Now, Tasha K. She did allude to Charlemagne having some type of inappropriate relationship with Kevin because the guy had noted several times when like Charlemagne was with the husband at like random weird times and mm-hmm. the guy was like look I can't confirm or deny anything happened with them I wouldn't have known because he wouldn't have told me because he treated me just like a fuck boy like he was just a, I was just a, his boy toy like it was like I didn't have a brain like he just treated me like a boy toy like I was just that insecure I let him or whatever so it's juicy. It's crazy. My mouth dropped. And um, yeah, I think I think Wendy Williams is doing the right thing. Stay low key. Stay underground. Give it about a year. Let it blow over. And then resurface looking amazing and on your toes. Drug free. Fuck boy free. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah.
I'm about so. to go check out that interview. <laughs> check out that. And that interview is juicy. I was like, this <laughs> is graphic. I'm like, I'm about so to go check that out right after Game of Thrones. It's details, and every single time that he mentions like Wendy and um like he would mention like certain event nights. So like her birthday, she had like a huge event dinner and he came out on stage and sang happy birthday to her. Tasha will play the clip. So it shows you when that happened. She had him on her show a few times. Like he was in the audience and he sang for the audience because he's a singer. So like everything's lighting the fuck up. Like he, like he has the evidence and he's very, 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 very detailed, graphically detailed to the point where it's embarrassing for him. And I don't know no nigga that would actually want this information out, but um, it's interesting. Check it out. Check out the interview y'all. So <laughs> Juicy, juicy. I just love when undercover shit come out because you know I am a conspiracy theorist, but it's just like this is what I want people to know. Conspiracy does not only mean the government, all right? That's one of the major conspiracies in the United States, but conspiracy just simply means things that are hidden, kept a secret. You think one thing's happening, but something else is really happening. That's what a conspiracy is. And this whole shit going on with Wendy Williams, it's a conspiracy because you think, everyone thinks she's tapping out for one reason and I think it's for a whole different reason. I think we're about to get into some juicy shit because the guy told me that Wendy had several lovers of her own because it was like, well, he didn't tell me, but he said in the interview that he had several, she had several lovers. So it's just got to be a juicy situation where a lot of details are going to be revealed, alleged details. <laughs> I got to protect us legally, okay? Alleged. Alleged. Don't come I after our word alleged. It's alleged. No, I get it. I, I say it a lot, allegedly. Um, All right. I'm, I mean, you got to say it, right, just to protect yourself. Yeah. It is. I'm not saying it happened, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying it didn't happen. All right. So, speaking of alleged, we all know the Nipsey Hussle, you know, he was laid to rest. This has been an ongoing thing for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. The dust is kind of settling and now people are like, <sighs> once again, trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. All right. So we haven't heard much about the case. We haven't heard much about Eric Holder or whatever, mm-hmm. the direction of the trial. All right. Some information did come out that one of the people that was with Nipsey when he got shot, one of the guys who was also shot, he was arrested yes custody he's in jail right now after he got off the hospital he was taken immediately into police custody they are claiming that he was on probation and he should have not been affiliated with gang activity clearly nipsey was in a gang and so those are the alleged charges that he has been taken in for all right. There's a lot of things about this that I'm just, there's so many things about how this is playing out that I, it's just, it's weird. Okay. I'm not understanding why we have not heard interviews from the people that were with him when he got shot. I mean, I feel like those would be the most reliable interviews. And it's even weirder that this man is immediately taken into custody because he was seen with Nipsey Hustle. Like it's, I don't know. Something's weird. It's it's almost like they don't want him speaking. They don't want any of the people that were actually there on the scene speaking on what happened. Mm-hmm. Is what it made is what it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. 
I do think they're like holding the video footage because maybe for the trial or whatever. Um, but it's weird that the getaway driver was released. It's weird that they're not looking for any other people that could have been involved with all those people that were in that video footage. It's just a lot of weird shit going on. So I don't know. I'm hoping there's some real resolution, but yeah, I am weird. too. Things are uh, weird. Just, just things are weird. Things are weird. Um, not a, your typical case. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, it's, yeah. is that not weird? They would take that man straight to jail for hanging out with Nipsey Hussle. It's like, weird. It's all weird. Very it's all odd. weird. The only thing I can say in that regard is, um, how do we protect? How can people be smarter when it comes to stuff like that? Like, the whole situation is definitely weird. Um. I don't know what happened. It does seem fishy. Um, the, the details that I do know are really, really fishy. Even when I found out that the guy was there, the reason why Nipsey was there was to give this guy some clothes to be nice so that he could have some decent clothes to be out in the workforce and do all that kind of stuff. You know? And they knew he wasn't with his bodyguard. They knew he fucking let his yeah. bodyguard go that day. Come on, man. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, no, I agree, it's very fishy, it's very fucked up. You got Uh, fucking O.J. Simpson's lawyer pulled into this, this is just some weird shit. It is, I'll give you that, it's weird, it's weird, um, uh, I think that what, the something's going on in May with it, I don't know if it's a trial, I don't know what, something they say is happening in May with Eric Holder. Um, the guy who allegedly killed Nipsey Hussle. Um, but I just cannot the- believe there's not one interview from the other two guys that were with him when he was shot. Uh, two or three guys. That'd be the first interview. You look in the news, those would be the first interviews they do. It'd be the people who were with them. And they'd be like, oh, they ran up to us and they shot and I ran and the first thing I just dropped. Like, those are always the first like the media. But I don't feel like the media, in my opinion, I feel like in the social media, but I don't feel like the news has really taken this thing serious i feel like yes, the- they have the whole family has interviewed with new york times la times uh vulture magazine fucking um uh, uh time no not time what's the other one source like all all these fucking magazines the whole family did an interview with la times within 48 hours the whole family so, like, have you looked at other cases, high-profile cases in the interviews um, for some of those victims that have been around, like, what the what the turnaround time is? So I, don't, I don't really know what that looks like when it comes to a high-profile person being shot and then maybe someone who's seen it or someone, like, is it typically really quick an interview happens with, like, daytime television? Not daytime television. That's just with any news, period. News is news. News is fast 
quick information. Nobody wants to hear six months later what you saw six months ago. People want to hear now what you saw as soon as possible. I know, like when the OJ Simpson had, we they had interviews from neighbors. They had interviews from the Cato guy who ran up on the body and found them at the scene. They had interviews. It was a circus because absolutely they get the interviews quick because that's when the story's hot. Yeah. See, I don't know because I wasn't, I mean, I don't follow that kind of stuff. So I really am just ignorant to the point. I know that interviews happen. I'm saying like, I don't know what the turnaround time is from something happening to when someone gets on, gets their own special to talk about. Like, I guess Jesse Smollett, he had an interview special. I don't know, even though he's not like a murder or anything like that. To me, that was a lot far less important than what's happened in this Nipsey Hustle, and he's gotten an interview. But what I'm saying is, is like I just didn't know what. It's very, told. it's very strange to have such a high-profile case like this where you don't know the details, the timeline. There's seven, there's several different stories about what happened, yeah. why he was there, when he pulled out, who got shot, how many people got shot, um, how many, you know, there's so many different versions. Usually, yeah. there's the distinct truth of what happened here right. and now it's who did it but there's no even distinct truth like we don't even know like mm-hmm. all we know is that we see this grainy video of this guy just run up and shoot we don't know what the words were saying we don't know we don't know if any words were exchanged we have a story that apparently he told the guy to get out his store okay but then the guy comes back and forth two times outside of the store and it's just like nobody shot back nobody ran out until after so was he alone were, were the two guys immediately knocked unconscious did they die did, you know like we didn't know anything it's just it's odd this the even the story of this guy getting arrested that's the first mention of the other people who got shot we didn't even know if they lived the other two people who got shot we didn't even know their injuries how many times did they get shot if nipsey got yeah. shot six times how many times did they get shot like yeah. we don't it's odd i watch investigation discovery and shit in first 48 and it's it's odd not to have like a tangible this is what happened story like it's just i don't know it's weird (laughs) what i said for people who think it was conspiracy my question is who had to kill and why Marlon said, for people who believe in conspiracies, and for the record, she made it very clear that conspiracy isn't necessarily just the government. The government is a huge conspiracy. It's just basically... Well, that's what's popular in America. A conspiracy is that there's it's more going on to what the surface looks like. And to think that this guy got out of jail two days ago and is going to just assume Nipsey Hussle has nobody with him. He just killed... He shoots him six times when he was just in jail two days ago, turns himself in, and then ple- and then and then on top of that, pleads not guilty. So, like, Marlon's, so Marlon's question is, who had him for you? Who had him killed, and why would somebody have him killed? And that's the question. That's the that's the absolute question. And it's a lot of things plant going into play there. Like that article I sent you from the LA Times with um, Nipsey's brother. He mm-hmm. said it himself. He was like, I, I don't know who to trust. Like, I don't know if this was a setup. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, what's really good because it's, it's too many options here. Like, yes, it's the whole gang thing. So could it have been some type of 
gang situation where they wanted this man down for some reason and they you can get anyone to do anything if you have the money you know what i'm saying like i i just feel it's odd i i definitely think somebody had him do it and whoever it is they have strings big enough to pull a high profile lawyer for him where he's covered in that aspect the gut of gut of me is telling me this guy is gonna get off and i hate to say that i don't want him to get off it's something telling me he's gonna get off i hope he doesn't but it's something um, telling me he is he's not gonna what, get off he's he, first of all he's black so any chance he can get first of all he's black and a felon with a gun so he's going to do some fucking time off that alone whether he's they a didn't leg- find the gun they didn't find the gun no, I heard they're still looking for the murder weapon. They didn't find the. He didn't come to the fucking uh, mental institution with the gun. They haven't found the gun. I thought so they they're did find the gun. I for some reason thought they did find the gun though. What did Aaron Holy get? Everything I've seen is that they're still looking for the murder weapon because people were saying that he could have been hired by a gang member. Okay. People were saying that he gave the gun to somebody in one of those cars and that's why they can't find the gun and that they're not even attempting to like interview everybody that was at the scene everyone's car that was in that parking lot Mm -hmm. like people are like they need to really start investigating it because it just even for his own family to say we don't know if it was a setup like that's huge words you know what i'm saying well because i feel like they don't know anything though right now so that's a fair statement to make, though. I mean, if I was in their position, I would uh, automatically assume, you know, there's some foul play in it, especially if they don't even probably know 100% of the details. And the way that it's playing out in the media is kind of it's fucked just, up, obviously. So a lot of right to to assume that, like, this man was up, reforming the hood, an mm-hmm. area where it's being immensely gentrified right now. Like, that property... There's it's a lot of people that hire people with no that are nobodies that don't have anything to lose. So when you don't get the check, or not, people who have they have to have pay it off. Uh, it's like you do this to clear yourself, or you're dead. Like in the gang lifestyle, sometimes you have to take a bid. Sometimes you have to fall on the sword because it's what you have to do. It's your ranking. It's you do that or you die. You know what I'm saying? You do what you're supposed to do, and then we're good, or you don't. That's true. Right. Is it good? You die. Or you spend the rest of your life in prison, or you get the death penalty anyway. Or they tell you, look, my nigga, I'm gonna get you the highest profile lawyer I can yeah. to fight for you. Darn, ain't it? They're I'm not gonna find the murder weapon. They're never gonna come up with the murder weapon. So they're never gonna be able to tie you to the murder weapon or the bullets. Okay. All I'm saying is, unless they have clear footage, which none of us have seen, because I cannot see Eric Holder in those surveillance tapes. I yeah. can't see his, I can't see Nipsey's face. I can just see the image of people. I'm sure they have better quality video. I'm saying that I'm sure they, they do. But for some reason, there's some loops and shit where, especially not having the fucking murder weapon, the way it played off, they didn't even charge the getaway driver. So that makes you think they're not even sure that that was him in the car that fucking that she get, that she drove. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was sure, they would have charged her too. So they can't even prove that. There's something. There's. I'm just saying, be prepared for anything because something odd's happening. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. How did he say he did it? He turned himself in. He went to a middle. He went to a middle institute and said, 
he killed Nancy Hustle, but he 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 he, he never admitted to killing him. He said, "I'm Eric Holder," because they put out a search for him. So he turned himself in, but that's why he didn't plead guilty because he never admitted killing him. They don't have no confession from him. It's crazy. Okay, I'm trying to sleep tonight. This type of stuff keeps me up all night. It scares me. Can, this type of stuff scares me. Like I said, I'm still not over... The fact that we still don't... Oh I don't know. It could be absolutely nothing. This guy could just be a crazy loony tune, buffoony foon, and he just killed him and doesn't give a damn about life or nothing else, and I could see that absolutely fine. But the way that they're handling the trial, the way that they're handling the witnesses, the way this guy is getting a high-profile lawyer for what looks like to be free, it's odd. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Shit's weird. So it could be nothing. It could be absolutely nothing. But right. you know, only time will tell. Well, we'll definitely be following this case. <laughs> and I'm sure we will have probably nips and tibbles every episode of it because as the details unfold, we want to make sure we keep on track and um, stay as up to date as possible, at least giving you as much accurate facts as we possibly can because we are yeah. part of the media so we're um, gonna um get marlon a mic so well i do think yeah Marlon, you can, <laughs> so he could join us on some of these yeah he's a good he's a good devil's advocate player now he will piss you off like you i don't know. get pissed off i love it i feed on it because i just like different opinions and i like different angles and i I truly believe anything's possible. Yeah. So I'm not closed-minded. So yeah. anything that's discussed is just expanding my thoughts, <laughs> my viewpoints. So Well, our next episode, um, especially because it depends on what's going on that week too, meaning like what's going on in the media and stuff. I think that it would be cool to have you on um, or anybody, you know, continue to have different people on. But I'm just saying like, yes. Definitely. You know, I've had some requests for people to join our show, so yeah, we gotta yeah. see how we can we can make it happen. I saw something. Well, I'll talk to you about it off air, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, let right. let's uh, continue to follow this as this is dear to our hearts as well as y'all's hearts out there. Um, rest yeah. in peace, Nipsey. Always, 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 always sending love to Lauren London, his family. Um, his kids, friends, loved ones, fans, oh my God, all of you, because this is taking all of us by storm. Um, and what do you think, uh, before we get off really quick, what do you think about people saying like, you know, it just sucks that he's like super, super like felt in his death and when he was here, do you feel as though like that's kind of like, even though it's true, do you feel like it's kind of like shade or do you feel like, okay, well, typically that's usually how it happens sometimes when we don't give people their flowers when they're here. You know, a lot of times people don't get tattoos. It's like, well, why are people getting tattoos of him now? Why weren't they getting them when he was alive? Well, a lot of times people don't do that type of stuff until someone dies. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with Nipsey. It's just how we are. People don't get streets named after them usually until they die, you know, or do you yeah. think it's like shade to say like, I mean, he's not, you know, he's no, I agree with you. now. I I agree with you. You do? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's 
Yeah, you know, I mean, luckily he got a Grammy nomination. Yeah. Finally, he's been in the game for 10 years. So he was starting to get recognized. And I think it's just a testament that, you know, you don't really know what you have until it's gone. So you start to think about how much of an impact a person or something made on you once you don't have it in your life anymore. So it's a good thing. It just shows just how powerful he was and, um, yeah, how influential he was. You know, I think people just, people always going to try to find something to, to complain about, something to start some shit about. Just be grateful that, you know, people are honoring this man. I like Here. how he said, um, we don't possess people. We can only experience them. Like yeah, I felt that shit. Like I felt that. Like he was awakened. He's for those people that try to control their spouses or their girlfriends or their friends, or they try to you know, possess is just a great word. You try to, you know, you can't take people, the best thing you can do is experience them. Like, I just think that is just so dope. Like, hell, I'd get that as a tattoo on me. Like, because it's just so true. It's so true. You get to experience people. And that's the beauty in all this. It's absolutely true. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, you can apply it to anything in life. Anything. Like relationships or whatever, anything, but anything. I've already felt like, since I've gotten out of my twenties, I haven't tried to possess anyone in a relationship. I know that's like the key to failure, but it is, um, it is comforting to think about just the journey of life period, because we're going to lose everyone we ever meet. So it's just like, you can't have that attachment. You've got to be grateful for the experience you have with them. And it's tough, but it's life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good shit. Good episode. Great episode, guys. Um, per usual, you know, follow us on Instagram, BCT Podcast, not Black Coffee and Tea Podcast. <laughs> like I said in the last one, Facebook, Black Coffee and Tea. You got us on our Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Black Coffee and Tea Podcast. Um, yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the game of thrones thanks if i get to stay up and watch it now i'm gonna stay up and watch it yeah. i'm gonna stay up and watch uh, watch it and i will be posting a post so holler at us if you don't if i don't receive any comments or likes or anything i'm not going to assume that you guys do not watch game of thrones our fans i'm not going to assume our fans don't watch oh god give it up <laughs> bye guys <laughs> bye guys bye love y'all